0: 98.5, The Bull. You've got Tyg, and good morning to you there. You know, uh,
1: Billy Ray Cyrus' daughter, Miley Cyrus, a humongous celebrity, been a big star ever since she was very young. I've got a video of her, Tig here at 12 years old, reading uh, her daily schedule. I guess she's got like a, a, a tablet, and she can look all the way back to when she was 12, and she was a Disney star. I want to play just a clip of this. I've not heard it yet, but this was Miley Cyrus' schedule when she was 12 years
2: old. This is a schedule. a.m. I'm probably like 12 or 13. Friday, January 5th, 5.30 a.m. Hair and makeup in my hotel. 7 a.m. We get picked up. 7.15, I'm on the news. 7.45, I have another live interview. 8.15, another interview. 8.45. Another interview. 9.30 to 11 a.m. Meeting with editors. Back to the hotel. Okay, I have to do an interview, but the reporters are all fifth grade students. 1 to 2.30, me and my dad have a lunch interview. 2.40, we have to go to the Life Magazine photo shoot. 3 to 5 interview and photo shoot for the Father's Day issue. Arrive at 6 p.m. for Kids Online interview. Then at 6.15, we have another interview. Then the next day starts at 7 a.m. and ends at 7.30 p.m.
1: Man. Thank God we weren't children celebrities. Could you imagine that type of day every day when you're 12?
0: And I think that it was like you think of Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. I, I remember seeing what they would talk about their childhood. I mean, did you even hear her have any like an hour to see friends mm. and go play like at a trampoline park or anything? Or oh to go to the gosh. mall or no anything like children, that. No
1: wonder celebrities always have such a hard time. I mean, that kind of schedule right there would be grueling for a presidential candidate, much less a
0: 12-year-old. I, I had just watched this documentary. Maybe you're the one that put it on to me. But one of these child stars, they did interviews with her. And, and she was explaining how she was just, it was like she had a full-time job even though she was a kid. And she didn't even go to school. And they had these tutors come in. So in the midst of all that, you still had to do schoolwork. And it just messed them up, and then um, the bad thing about that child, Miley Cyrus has done fine, but a lot of these child stars, they work their tails off, and they're 12, they're cute, and they're 13, and then when they're 18, they kind of get thrown away by the industry, you know? Mm -hmm. Now they're not cute. Nobody wants them anymore, and so they didn't have a childhood, and now they're trying to get out in the real world and adjust to regular life, and they have a very hard time with it, and, you know, they're drinking, and they're doing drugs and stuff like that to cope. uh, Difficult. Do you th- I like, you know, in a way, you're kind of like, man, it'd be cool if my kid was a child star in a way, but not really. Not really. I would ha- hate that for my kid.
1: Yeah. I was thinking, like, your son, I would hate for him to be a celebrity, especially if you have to endure that.
0: Yes. Very tough. But um, that is Miley Cyrus. Say what you want. But
1: and then Ty acts had... like he's so busy because he has to get off work at 10 and then go pick up sticks in the yard for 20 minutes.
0: And then, well, I got, and then a, a few hours later, I got to go pick up my kid from.
1: Tag has two things he has to do today. Work from 6 to 10 and pick up his son from school, and he acts like he's the uh,
0: Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, have the same schedule. Yeah. <laughs> kind of spoiled with GPSs. It's 98.5 The Bull. You know, I, I can't even remember what it was like now to take a maybe a long road trip and be able to do it without GPS. We're so dependent on GPS that I've lived here now, what, three years, Daniel? And I don't have to learn the name of the street, so I don't know the name of the streets because it just says turn left in 100 feet. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's a pastime that my kid probably won't experience is having to (laughs) to learn actual directions, right? Uh, The other day, I decided, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this uh, without a GPS. I'm going to see if I can get from point A to point B without a GPS. You were going to raw dog it. I raw dogged it. And boy, did I get nervous at the end. Why did you get nervous? Because the GPS spoils us so bad, it'll even say 50 feet, 40 feet. And I was going to, like, a place where there was a lot of entrances, kind of like a strip mall. And I just couldn't figure out which one was the one the GPS would have told me to go to. got very intimidated. And you know what I did as I was looking for my right, the correct turn to go into the place? Turned my radio down. Mm-hmm. What do we do that for? Like, yep. I'm sitting there listening to me. like, da-da-da-da-da. I get lost. The radio turns off. I turn it off, you know? You, what what do we do that you've for? You've gotten old. But how does the music relate to me not being able to take the right turn? You need all of your attention and all your senses
1: to be devoted to trying to... Well, look at that.
0: Because I, I looked this up because I was confused as to why me finding the place had nothing to do with any audio. But I still had to... And it says, this is the reason we turn the radio down. Everybody does it. Turning the radio down or off eliminate eliminates a task on the brain's to do list. hmm Shifting its focus to the most important task, finding the way. So our brain prioritizes tasks most like a computer does. Ain't that crazy? Did you know that? I well, I didn't know it, know it, but I kind of figured that must be what we're
1: doing mm-hmm. it for. Do you remember when MapQuest came out and we thought, man, the future is here. You had to print out these I little papers. I had a straight up heart attack and I'd known a little like gps would be around
0: yeah. how long was gps around before you took advantage of it uh probably almost immediately for me really yeah so you got like the very first garments and all that yeah the one you stuck with a uh, suction cup on your windshield mm-hmm. remember that and then you plugged uh, another part into your cigarette lighter so it would work uh, the
1: gps was out probably about 10 15 years before my dad ever finally you started using it he used to own a uh or still owns an electrical business down in alabama so listen to this bit of uh how he did this. The customer would call, say what they needed. The person answering the phones at the office would then get directions. <laughs> Not an address. Directions. Verbal directions <laughs> on how to get there.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like the person I, taking the call would then type those in there and give them to whoever's trying to get out there. I mean, the guy must have wasted hours and hours trying to find places. I can't give
0: directions. Can you give directions? No. I mean, you're talking about where they say, you know, at the Red Barn, take a right, and then...
1: Yeah. Are you going to go on out there by Lootie fruit stand? And then uh, you're going to go straight on. You're going to see a White House. Don't turn there. I'm like, you don't have to... Don't, don't, <laughs> don't give turn, us don't too t- much information. <laughs> so he finally, he finally started using the GPS, and he says, like, man, I, I don't know why I didn't use it sooner. Yeah, no 15 kidding. years he lost no doing kidding.
0: it. kidding. Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. Daniel, you ever get a hankering for something? You just got to have it, you know, when you're hungry. And uh, if, it's, if it's a specific hankering, pizza's not going to solve it for you. Spaghetti's not. You just got to have that one thing. You ever go through that? You
1: got a taste for something. You often, what I call, fling a craven on me. Like one day Ty came in raving about Wendy's chili. He flung a craven on me then I had to go after the show that day and get Wendy's chili. So, yeah, sometimes I get a taste for something.
0: Yeah, so yesterday I got hungry at night, and my family had already eaten, so I'm like, oh, what is big T? That's me at the house, mm-hmm. big T. Low T, I think. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, I said I- I've got to have scrambled eggs. Okay. I've got to have scrambled what
1: eggs. a 90-year-old man? And I like... have a
0: new recipe for scrambled eggs, and you're going to love it. And At okay. first you're going to go, I hate this. But then you're going to try it, and you got going to, dang, Big T was right. All right. So what's the recipe? A uh, crack egg, two, <laughs> be a dork, three, well, well, crave first eggs. All, first off, here's what you got to do. you got to have eggs. Correct. And so I went to the fridge to get the egg. No eggs. Uh-oh. I was so desperate for scrambled eggs, I texted my neighbor. I, you know, kind of pretended like I was making a cake. I didn't tell them I just wanted their eggs to eat, you know, direct. And uh, neighbor gives me eggs. So that's step one. Make sure you have eggs. Step two, a little... Pat of butter, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you know where I'm going with this? No. There's a third ingredient. And what y- is you're going to throw up, but I'm telling you, do it. So, you know, you whisk it all together. You got to your uh, butter melting. You, you start cooking the eggs. And then while the eggs are cooking, you go get some Griffin mustard, which is exactly what you I use. You're a dirty pig. You put <laughs> mustard in scrambled eggs. I put mustard in them. And I know it sounded because I saw this on the Internet. I said, man, that's that's either gotta be the most disgusting stuff in the world or the best stuff in the world. So I went it and I made the eggs. You know, they're kinda they're kind of getting hot and you can get the aroma. And then I start putting mustard on it. Mix that all together. Well, it's still kind of not really cooked. Cook it up, the mustard's cooking there, the egg, the butter. Damn delicious. You're
1: a dirty little pig. You're <laughs> a nasty little pig. Did you do that? <laughs> I did. Why?
0: I had I just saw this recipe and for some reason my mind just said, I've got I just got hungry for it, or something, even though I'd never tasted it. Anyway, next time you go out to a diner, you have eggs at the house, little mustard on the eggs. All right. Not well, bad, not go. bad.
1: Well, uh, I didn't realize you had gotten on medical marijuana. It's 98.5 The Bull.
0: I am Tighe, and that is Daniel. So
1: last night you were very excited. College football, I guess, is back on. Is that the big thing last night? You got that silly projector that you have, that blow-up projector that you put in your backyard, and you, you watched football on that last night?
0: Uh, well, my neighbor, yeah, we had a projector out, so that's what I did. Stayed up a little bit late, so if I suck today more than normal, you know why. So you had a little party over there? Just to get, no, 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 no. Just like dudes Just sitting there on the couch. Just to get together. Dude, sitting on the couch watching. How a many people over there? Just a couple. Three of us? Three dudes. Mm-hmm. Hmm, party. <laughs> Are you mad that you weren't invited? Uh, Is that what you're getting that's
1: at? That's not very cool. Dude, you don't even know. How come, we, you know, when your little son, Mac, has a birthday party,
0: he's got to invite everybody in the class, right? Um, yeah, He's spo- They. the schools do ask that you don't just yeah. invite four so. of his favorites. They ask everybody in the class to go so to your you party. So you and your
1: neighbors had a little sausage party over there and I don't get invited? Yeah, that's a little offensive. You don't understand football.
0: Don't have to. What do you mean you don't have to? You don't have to do anything. I know but- what a party is. And y'all put a couch outside too? Yeah, everything's ready to go. Sounds like a pretty big party to me. Bull crap. Daniel thinks, I don't know, why would I invite you to a football game? Daniel once thought that the guy who kicks the ball for the extra point, he doesn't kick an extra point. Daniel called it the spare point for a long time. Maybe I don't
1: know about football because I don't get invited to parties. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're trying to make me look like the bad guy here.
1: No, you're not the bad guy. You just had a big old party. Didn't invite me. I live less than a mile away. I do invite you to do you know, things. I'm always invited to watch your dog or babysit for you, but not invited to the party. <laughs> yeah, you're invited to do all my errands. Yeah, I see. What's up with that? Um, I even gave you a
0: projector that you could uh, put up so you could stop putting up that wacky blow-up projector. I know, but I, I invite you to do things and you don't do it. You don't come over when I invite you What happened stuff? to the
1: invitation last night then?
0: It was a impromptu thing, man. Oh. But even if oh, it, they had a,
1: oh oh, excuse me, they had an impromptu football game. You know how that happens—a flash <laughs> football game that always happens.
0: <laughs> we didn't know we were gonna listen. I invite you to do things, and you blow me off. All I'm the time. gonna have a big old party,
1: and I'm gonna invite all the big celebrities in Tulsa. And guess who's not gonna invite? Big T. Tag. No, I, I'll invite you. Okay. Then you'll be there the whole time, feeling bad about I don't get invited
0: to your party. Uh, so this is a spite who did you party. have over there? Who would I have? Who did you have at your party last night? A couple of the neighbors. Who? Tim and, uh, Chris? Oh. All right. Why don't you do a show with Tim and Chris every morning? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's eight five. The Bull with Ty. And good morning to you, Daniel. So, uh, I think a
1: lot of us are off on Monday. Most of us are off, I'd imagine. And, Labor Day. Uh, Labor Day. Um, you think it's weird that when I'm off, I let my alarm go off still.
0: So, no, like, to clarify here, when Daniel does not have to come to work he's on vacation or something Mm -hmm. you still have your early alarm set as if you did have to get up and come to work. yes
1: and it's brilliant you know why because it i hear that alarm i reach up and i turn it off and then i lay there a minute and appreciate the fact that i don't have to get up and go to work if you don't do that you
0: just sleep through your time off i see don't you think this is a brilliant strategy you know i'm i'm hold on let me get i gotta process this because the other argument would be like, "Let yourself sleep, brother. Um, you deserve it. You mm-hmm. worked hard, and this is a vacation for you. So just why not sleep in?" So you you don't like using vacation hours to sleep? Correct. Well, no, I do. But, but I wanna, you just want to know
1: that I want to appreciate those hours. Right. I see. Do you think you will now start?
0: Do you do this on the weekends? Like to, I do, if
1: I go on vacation for a week. I still wake up every so morning. So
0: tomorrow is a Saturday. You're not working oh, tomorrow. Oh, no, no, no.
1: That, I, I don't get
0: up early on a Saturday <laughs> at all. So you will sleep through a Saturday. Right.
1: But on Monday now, if I'm off, I, I will. See. that alarm will that still go off. That's a weird off. thing, man. No, no, no. Because I, I can go right back to sleep in the morning when it's time to get up. Mm-hmm. Ty claims that if he ever wakes up, he can't.
0: I really can't go back to sleep. This, like this morning, um, I'll wake up. I'm awake. No alarm, anything. I'm awake and i said to myself i hope it's only 2 a.m. so in case i can go back to sleep i'll get 3 more hours i looked at the <laughs> i looked at the phone and i i don't know what time it is i couldn't tell if it's 2 or 5 or whatever look at the phone to check the time and i'm like please be 2 please be 2 that way i can get some more sleep look at it one minute before my alarm's going off Torture.
1: I would have went right back to sleep. I would have set <laughs> for up for sixty real. seconds. <laughs> I would set the one minute timer. That's how quickly I can fall back asleep. You son of a. I do so that. Lucky. If I wake up and I've got even five minutes, I will set an alarm for a timer <laughs> for four minutes. Are you? Do you, no, you, I, I cannot believe you I can't go back, back to sleep. Back to sleep.
0: There's no way I can go back to
1: sleep within thirty seconds. Well, I want you to get up on Monday. Okay. Wake up your son. Wake up your wife. They'll appreciate it. And say, hey, guys, we need to appreciate the fact that we don't have to work today. <laughs> How do you think that would go? Oh, They'd love it. I think your wife would kill you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
0: Tiger and Daniel on 98.5
1: The Bull.
0: Okay, so here we go with Jake Owen. Tickets they are free today on 98.5 The Bull. It's our bullfight brought to you by Optimum Complete. With us today, fighting over these tickets, who do we have? Uh, on line one, Tyke, we have Vicki, who's a
1: pharmacy tech. And on line two, we have Yvonne, which is a healthcare. care, uh, what did you say you were, Yvonne? Manager. Manager. What does that mean? Um, oversee operations
0: of a uh, clinic. All right, mm-hmm. so I got a question for you. Are you are you ladies cool with what Daniel feels about people who wear shirts in public that have cuss words on them? Daniel says, I got to mind my business. However, I don't like walking around with my eight-year-old and there's cuss words on shirts. What What, what say you ladies?
1: Well, let me just tell you, I'm also a mom. I have a 12 year old, but he doesn't live
2: in a bubble. And so I think sometimes they have uh, to be exposed to these things.
1: Dana, and, and I just Ty cusses himself. I
0: I, I just got schooled.
1: <laughs> you didn't hear from Vicky. Vicky, what do you think about Ty clutching his pearls when he saw a, a t shirt that had a cuss on it?
2: I mean, I feel the same as she does.
0: <laughs> am I crazy? Am I taking crazy pills? The public in Oklahoma is cool with cussing on t-shirts. Did uh, your little son start to cry when he saw the t-shirt the t- had no, a cuss No, he on? thought it was hilarious.
1: Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> He's like, Why I have a cuss on his shirt. All right. Well, uh, guys, listen, uh, Vicky, Yvonne, we've got tickets up for grabs now. You must be adversaries just for a few moments here. Jake Owen's going to be at the River Spirit Casino Resort on September 23rd. You will now play against each other in the 98.5 The Bullfight. Keep in mind all the answers so these questions include a number. They all include a number. We will start with Vicki, the pharmacy tech. These are Snow White's companions. The Seven Dwarves? The Seven Dwarves. That is correct. Yvonne, this is another name for defined abs. A name for what? Defined abs. Somebody that works out a lot, they're known to have a what? Oh, six pack. Six pack is correct. I do not have one, so I'm not familiar. Yeah, Ty has a 24 pack.
0: <laughs> Ty has a keg. It looks good. Vicky. I got that dad bod. Hey, yeah? we saw that survey. Ladies love. Y'all like dad, dad bods or no?
2: Definitely.
0: Like oh, you're making the ladies uncomfortable. You just really—they're
1: like. <laughs> you just sit over there and quiet. All right. All right. Uh, who, who are we at? Uh, Vicky. This is a special day yep. in a girl's life when she's able to drive. 16. Well, sweet 16. Sweet 16, yes, that is correct. Yvonne, this is what Sinbad sailed. What Sinbad sailed. Sinbad sailed? Well, his acting career, but that doesn't have a number. No, not, not Sinbad the comedian. Oh. Uh, the old oh. story: Sinbad sailed the what? And I'll give you a little hint here. The number is seven.
0: Mm. Sailed the seven something. Cheese, the
1: seven
0: seas. That is correct.
1: Sinbad sailed the seven seas. Vicky. These two things don't make a right. Two wrongs? Correct. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yvonne, two's company, but three's what? A crowd. Three's a crowd. Three's a crowd. You guys remember that show on television, that three's company?
2: I do. Yes.
1: Uh, it was kind of weird because they'd be like, come knock on your door. I've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. That was a great show. there's a great show, you say. Um, yeah. Vicky, Larry, Curly, and Mo. The Three Stooges. Correct. <laughs> Yvonne, secret military site where extraterrestrials could be found.
2: Oh, gosh. It's area 50...
1: Oh, 51. 51. Area 51 it's correct. Guys, we are tied up. Four to four. Final question. Vicky, <laughs> bless you, Tag. Sorry. Why do you turn off your microphone? People enjoy hearing a rare sneeze, and you always try to turn <laughs> off the microphone. They
0: heard the sneeze. I didn't turn off the microphone. What okay. did you do? Dana likes it when I sneeze on the radio. I want
1: you to sneeze directly into that microphone. You never right, get to hear time. a sneeze. It's a lucky dirty bird Would sneeze. Would you read
0: your dumb questions? Well, stop doing that. Right. Sneeze
1: right into that microphone, right? Okay, here we go. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Vicky, this is... Nobody wants to hear it. Now I'll turn the microphone on for a cough. Okay, sorry. It's like doing a contest with my granddad. (laughs) All right, Vicky, this is where you get your kicks. Hmm. Goes right through Tulsa. Get your kicks on.
0: 63,
1: uh, 66. Well, will look at the judge uh, when he's not over there late. sputtering a and tiny something. tiny bit late. Sorry. You will not allow it. Oh. Mm, that is a big buzz. Oh, well, you still have a chance to tie here. Um, if Yvonne misses this question, you will tie. Yvonne, it all comes down to this. Okay. This is when Brian Adams got his first real six string. This is where Brian
2: Adams got his first real six string. Yeah, if you remember Mm
1: -hmm. the song, he goes, got my first real six string.
2: Uh, No, because I don't even know who Brian Adams
0: is. Oh, my gosh. I got that one, I think. What do you think it is? The summer of 69? Uh, Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's not country. This isn't fair. Who said it had to be country? (laughs) So do you want to hear that you guys want to know about the uh, tie-breaking question here? They are tied up at this point. Tiger, if you'll explain uh, the tie-breaking situation while I come up with the tie-breaking question.
0: Okay, you didn't do anything. Daniel's having to buy some time here. Okay, so here's our tie-breaking question, and it's for the both of you at the same time. And don't blurt out the answer. Just say your name, and that's how you buzz in on the radio, okay? So if you think you know the answer, buzz in with your name, okay? Just yell your name. We had some okay. trouble okay. yesterday
1: mm-hmm.
0: with this, so here we go.
1: all right. here is the tie breaking question. What a bird in hand is worth yvonne Yvonne okay, so my dad used to say this all the time. Um, if you're trying to buy time, don't cheat don't just go <laughs> no, 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 or not
2: two no. two i it's true in the. Bush or two in the brush? Two in the
0: two in the bush? Wait, what is the question again? Back up here.
1: Hold on. What a bird in hand is worth? Yeah, two. It's two in the.
2: I'm going to say bush.
1: Will the FCC allow us to say bush, Doug?
0: No. Okay. And with that, Uh you are correct.
1: A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. And with that, Yvonne very narrowly defeats Vicky in the 98-5, the bull fight. Uh, Yvonne, you have won. Now you've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to these Jake and tickets, or will you give these to Vicky, the pharmacy tech? Vicky, why should Yvonne give you the tickets this morning? Oh, uh, she should, and she won them Fair and Square. All right. Oh, look fair and at that square. Square. good Square. Uh, so, Yvonne, will you force Vicky to take them, or will you keep them for yourself? <laughs> My
0: friend Christy are going to go enjoy Jake Owen. All right. Well, there you go. Good enjoy Jake Owen. Seven fifty-three, Daniel. We're back. Uh, you know what we're doing uh, starting on Tuesday after the Labor Day. You got Zach Bryan tickets. How about that? Mm-hmm. With our 98.5 The Bullfight brought to you by Optimum Complete with Tiger Daniel. Uh-oh.
1: Doug, if you're offended by cussing, you sure don't want to go see Jelly Roll Live. This guy's got a real filthy mouth. Yeah, yeah, he really does. He's got a, he cusses a lot. Got an inspirational story, but he does do a little bit of cussing. Uh, You were talking about over the weekend, you were at an airport, a guy had on a t shirt with a cuss word on it, and you Mm -hmm. said, I don't want my kids seeing that, which is understandable. I used to go to this place in Nashville called Santa's Pub, and Santa's Pub was a double wide trailer. And they had karaoke in there seven days a week. Did you ever go over to Santa's
0: Pub with me? Yeah, a couple times.
1: And uh, Santa is an older man, a long beard. That's why they call him Santa. And one of the big rules in Santa's Pub was no cussing. In fact, if you got up there to sing a song and it had a cuss word in it, or you said a cuss word, Santa would ask
0: you to leave. So you're not doing any Dr. Dre at Santa's Pub. You ain't
1: singing nothing with cusses in it. Mm -hmm. And his big thing was if you cuss at Santa's Pub... He would get up there and go, now, hey, and he'd scold the audience if not to cuss. He'd get up there for real, and he'd like, hey, there's women in here, and let me tell you this, women don't want to hear cussing, (laughs) and that was his big thing about why you couldn't cuss in Santa's Pub. Now, you could drink till you threw up in Santa's Pub. You could smoke a million cigarettes. But you couldn't say a cuss word because he said women don't want to hear cussing. <laughs> Have you ever been around a lady, tongue? Oh, oh they yeah. They cuss worse than us sometimes.
0: I know. <laughs> like, I've almost got beaten up in a bar because of what my wife was saying to people.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know? And so I was just like, Santa,
1: I mean, it seems a little sexist to get up and be like, hey, women don't want to hear cussing. Yes, they do. They love it. I don't know so. that they love it. Now, you might be taking it to the other extreme. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they, well, you know, women, they love cussing.
1: <laughs> Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull.
0: 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel.
1: Tiger are you one of these kind of guys that um, hate hotels? You're one of these kind of guys like, I, I'd rather sleep in my own bed. Yeah, I like the... What, I like what is the home. deal with you people that are like, I got to sleep in my own bed?
0: It feels a hotel to me. Now, there's very nice hotels. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad they're out there and I've enjoyed them and stuff. But there is sort of a sterileness to a hotel room, almost like a hospital room to me. And I can't really get cozy in them. Really? Yeah. That shocks me. And you hear that air conditioner over there. It sounds like you're in a hospital. It's like, you know, that weird window unit thing. That puts me right to sleep. I don't understand how
1: you don't like hotels. And there's just a handful of people, maybe a lot of people, maybe I'm the odd one out. But you'll be like, hey, uh, you know, if you're coming into town or whatever, why don't you just stay over here instead of driving all the way back, you know, an hour or something like that. And they go, no, man. I got to sleep in my own
0: bed. Yeah, they'll drive like an hour or like Your own five bed? Five What's so
1: good about your own bed? I don't get you people that hate leaving the house. Tig's one of them. I was asking you about going to a movie. Like, I don't like, I don't want to be trapped in a
0: movie theater. Well, I don't get it. Why do you like to be at home so much? Well, like, you know, like the, there was some movies that came out like Barbie and Oppenheimer. I considered going to the theater, but you don't like being at home because, you know, at home if Oppenheimer, which is three and a half hours, which is ridiculous anyway, you can pause it go to the bathroom real quick, get some water, whatever. I'm
1: starting to think that all of this stuff about you wanting to be at home and your own bed and all that is you don't want to get too far from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime uh, I ask no. you about anything, like, oh, you're going to go to the game? No, 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 I'll watch that at home. Bathroom's right down the hall. Is going to the bathroom now a big part of your life? No, Have you gotten not. to the age where a bathroom is
0: a big thing? No, the only time I get nervous about that is because you ruined it for me. Anytime there's not a bathroom around, I get nervous. Like I was uh, getting on a plane this weekend, and I'm like, "Do I have to go or not? Or is it in my head? Because once you get on that plane, you have to wait like 30 minutes before you can even do it again." And thanks to you, you made me paranoid. So I've if you feel like I've given you a psychological <laughs> malady, and that I said that if I
1: look around somewhere, and I don't see a bathroom, I start. That's when I have to that, go. To yeah, the bathroom.
0: yeah, yeah. So you've put that on me. You gave me that illness. Oh,
1: speaking of, I don't even know know if you know this or not, but me and uh, your wife are going to Happy Hour to Mercury Lounge tonight to go see Cassie Latchaw's Happiest Hour. In Mercury Lounge, at least in the men's room, there is a urinal. They do? And there's a toilet. The door does not lock,
0: though. Oh. So somebody would see what I was working with?
1: Well, no. I worry about if I go to a place that only has a urinal. Oh, I see. Then I start in my mind like, okay, uh what if you have to do the other thing? Right. And the fact there's no locking door really
0: kind of. What do you make of this, Daniel? Um, My niece just started her freshman year at college. And so my niece is my sister's daughter. I visit my sister the other day. We're sitting on the porch at night talking. And what do you make of this, Daniel? On my niece's cell phone, her parents track her. You know what? I heard about this. Now she's 18. And in college. This is a very popular thing. It's that Live Three Sixty or whatever, Something right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's got this. But did you, would you, when you went to college, want your mom and dad to know every move you ever made? Because I, I mean, I did a lot of stupid things in college, and I didn't want Big Brother looking over my shoulder. I'm glad they didn't, you know. But you know, this this niece of mine, if she wants to go out and have a little fun or whatever, her parents know. Oh, I, we saw you didn't go to bed till 2 a.m. last night. We saw you were over at some other location until 3 a.m. last night. Well, I don't night.
1: think it goes into that depth, but it does say her location, right? Yeah, but you can
0: look up histories and stuff. But and it so, doesn't tell you what time they go to bed. Well, you would know when they got back to their house that that little blue dot moved back over to a dorm room.
1: I think that me and you probably take for granted the fact that as a young man, you don't have to be, like, scared about somebody, like, scooping you up or getting you. Not as much. I think women always, that's a thing that men take for granted, that women are always
0: Uh, feel like they could be in danger. Yeah. I don't disagree with that sentiment. I'm just wondering how my niece feels that she's 18 and her mom and dad are still tracking her around. She might
1: like it. She's far from home and uh, she probably is like, you know, I've considered sharing my location with you just in case. Really? Well, yeah, because I used to, uh, I would go out around here and uh, my big thing was, I'll just walk home. And I, wa- I was walking home one day, and I looked up, and I was like, "Hey, buddy, you're in the, you're in some sketchy places here. What are you thinking?" <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, I, I thought maybe I should start sharing my location with you. All right. And so she might, uh, you know, eighteen
0: year old niece might like the fact that somebody knows the mom and dad. are. but anyway, my sister's I mean, telling her. Your,
1: your sister's not like the kind of person that's, you know, going to be telling her not to go out and party. Because no, so, no, your no. sister
0: parties more than all of us. Yes. And, um, but my sister's telling me this, and my my wife Brittany's right there. And I can see Britney's gears turning, man. Like, you can track somebody with this thing? And I see that, you know, her gears are just spinning. I think she's going to mar- make me put this on my phone. So every move I make for the rest of my life will be monitored. I think that, uh, yeah, I'm supposed to have a happy hour with your wife tonight. I'm going to talk to her. And
1: be don't, like, don't, don't, don't. No, no, I'm no, going to no. be like, you know what you all need? Life 360, whatever it is. Now, here's the here's the big question for you. Your little son, Mac, he's eight. Yep. You're probably going to want him to have it,
0: right? Absolutely.
1: He has it. At what point do you stop monitoring where he's at?
0: I I don't know because, like I said, my niece is 18 and she's still getting – it's crazy.
1: Now, your son's probably not going to want it, mm -hmm. but at what point are you going to be like, okay, I'm going to stop checking on this dude all the time?
0: I I have no idea. I'll have to cross that bridge when I get to it. But um, So what do I say if my wife says, hey, I want to put a tracker on your phone? Do I just go, no? Uh, Because that would look suspicious. Well,
1: first of all, you would have the most boring (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> Life 360, whatever it's called, because all you do is go here and home, I mean, here and work, I mean, here and back to your house, literally mm-hmm. all you do, and maybe stop at Quick Trip. I'll just say no. Why would you say no? Just do it. <laughs> okay. Ty Daniel on 98.5 The Bull.
0: 98.5 The Bull with Ty Daniel. Welcome in to Did You See? This is where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. All brought to you by... Paradise Beach Water Park. Daniel, did you see that uh, you used to work at, like, a Goodwill, right? Oh, yeah, one of my most favorite jobs. And this lady bought a painting there for $4, $4. And uh, she put it in her house, and as people would come over, they'd say, hey, how about that painting? And she goes, you know what? I bought it at a thrift store, and it's worth a ton of money. But she just made that part up. Mm -hmm. It's a good story to tell. Like, I only got it for four. Turns out it is worth $250,000. What? A $4 picture from Goodwill. Nice. Like, one of those kind of places, right? Uh, You can go ahead, Daniel. Oh, did you
1: see that um, Mitch McConnell has been cleared to go back to work? Uh, he had his second kind of, well, how would you describe it? He kind of like froze up a little.
0: He kind of blanched where he just stared into nothingness and didn't respond to questions. And it happened, he's what, 81? 81, yeah. It happened once a few weeks ago and now it's happened twice. And both times a staffer had to come up and assist him in some way. Uh, Mitch McConnell, very powerful politician, but uh, man, eighty-one. What this is going to do is now start the
1: debate back up about um, how old you can be to be uh, a politician, right? And a lot of people might be like, "Well, that's ageist," but isn't there you have to be a certain age
0: before you can run? To be thirty, we have to be to be president. You have to be thirty-five, I think. It right. Is. So if they can make one on the younger end, I think do they, they make need to consider making end? one on the top end. Yeah, we've had the oldest presidents lately.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, I, know, I know people are like, well, you get smarter as you get older. And that's true. But also, you know, I in my family at least, there's been some faltering. Slow down. Yeah, some situations, yeah. Uh, did you see this? A Nebraska man was pulled over, given a warning by police for having a massive uh, Watusi bull riding shotgun in his convertible. Here's the police chief talking about this.
0: The officers received a call reference, a car driving into town that had a, a cow in it. Thought that it was going to be, you know, like a calf, something smaller, something that actually fit inside the vehicle. As a result, the, the officer performed a traffic stop and addressed some traffic violations that were occurring uh, with that particular uh, situation.
1: Uh, uh, my question is, who in the world would call the police if they saw a guy with a bull in his convertible? I know. I'd be delighted. I'd call the paper. Yeah. I'd call my wife. I wouldn't call like the police. Wife, I mean, I'd be like, hey, you're not going to believe this. A cow in a car. Man, I can't believe Delightful. it. Delightful. Uh, did you see this? Google's new AI feature can go to meetings for you. You know, it would, cannot go to like actual like sit around the table meetings, but it can go to these virtual meetings for you. And it, it, it'll, let, it'll let it be known, let it be known that you're not there, but it's this AI feature. It'll take notes for you, though, recap the meeting for you later on. Mm-hmm. This is brilliant pretty good if you were a uh in charge of people would you say to them you cannot send your ai assistant or would you say you know what thumbs up to you for using the technology i'd be cool with it because
0: i like a paper track record anyway sometimes in meetings you like a paper track record yeah in a sense because in like physical meetings where you go in and sit at a table i'll forget like eighty percent of the stuff but however if you send me an email Then I can always go back and reference it. So if AI is taking notes for you, you can always go back and reference notes. Is there anything worse than a useless meeting? Dude, we've had meetings about meetings before.
1: Mm -hmm. Very first in our radio career, we worked in Alabama. And every, what was it, Friday or something, we'd have a meeting or something like that where everybody would have to come into the conference room. And whether something needed to be said or not, you had to say something in the meeting. Like you had to address some problem, whether it be real or just you yes. had to make something up in order something, not yeah. to sound inept. And uh, we just sit in there and listen to these. It was a useless meeting. And mm-hmm. nothing burns me up more than a useless meeting. You still like them. You're like, yeah, we need to do these. No, I, I hate them. You remember this, though, that like you had to go around the room and complain about something or else you they figured yeah, they that you to, weren't
0: busy. You have a suggestion of some type, some contribution. Uh, and finally, you were telling us there's a new uh, mascot name? For t uh, for T-U, they announced uh, the the name is going to be Gus T. Gus T. Gus dash T. And if you put it all together, it's Gusty, like hurricane.
1: Got it. Uh, They should have let me choose the new mascot's name. It would have been the Tulsa Tweaker, the T-U Tweaker. Uh, It would come out onto the field, uh, do all kind of erratic behavior. Would this not go viral?
0: So you think the mascot that should represent Tulsa should be a tweaker? Tulsa
1: Tweaker. Yeah, have you driven around here
0: lately? What does that mascot do? Screams in the sky yeah, and could stuff? Miss some days. Some days, just out there
1: dance a little bit. You walk outside, and uh, he's taking your catalytic converter. You know, oh. when it's not out on the field, it's there at okay. outside a quick trip. You know,
0: well, <laughs> it be great. You missed your chance. They've already decided well, on Well, they Gus need T. to start
1: consulting me before they come up with these right, uh, mascots. What the would next... you rather see, Gus T or the Tulsa Tweaker? Tweaker.
0: However, I think the university would feel like that is a... Uh, a little bit of a black eye or something to highlight all oh, that. Oh, but they like a
1: gusty wind that blows things down? Okay. I don't know if you saw that Father's Day storm. I, I'd i much rather a tweaker walk through the neighborhood than that... Than that storm. ...massive gusty right. wind.
0: Ty and Daniel on 98. five The Bull. 98.5 The Bull with Tiger. Good Morning
1: Daniel. So, uh, it is September 1st. Why do are, why are so many songs mention September? Think about it any other month. Maybe July, people mention a lot, but... In, For so, you some mean in reason, the lyrics yeah the lyrics when you think about september it's mentioned so much and i wonder why here's a little montage of songs that mention september
2: try to remember the kind of september september morn in the middle of september we still play out in the rain wake me up when september
1: So I guess why does it seem like we mentioned September or songwriters mention September a lot? Is it maybe because things rhyme better with September?
0: Remember September. But November too. I mean, it's not that much different. September, November. I don't know a bunch
1: of songs that mention November though. In other words, I'm asking you why do you think a lot of songs mention September? Maybe. I don't know the answer to this. Well, I'm just I'm just uh, you know, chit chatting.
0: Okay, here. so what I would say is maybe like kind of we're experiencing today a little bit. It's a little cooler, and maybe your uh, mood is elevated, and you meet a nice lady, and it happens to be September. If you don't know either, just say. Uh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I thought you were asking me to guess. <laughs> you think, how, why would I know that, September? There's got to be a reason. September the 1st is today, right? Mm-hmm. And um, may have a three-day Labor Day weekend coming up for everybody. I hope so. And I here's, like, you, never, you ever wake up on um, Thursday... But you think it's Friday, and then you find out it's only Thursday, and you're mm-hmm. disappointed. I had the opposite happen. I thought I had to work Monday. And I'm all, like, you know, ready to work Monday. If, and you, I, could, you're like, if
1: I could go back in time, I would have been like, yeah, man, we got to be here. And then I would have shown up to work oh, Monday. God, that would have been the you best have day of my here. life the first that would have been the second best day of my life the very first best day of my life was back when we were in alabama together and tyg used to do the morning show i used to do the afternoon show so this guy a real baby about his sleep you know on and on i gotta do the morning show can't be up late and uh, i was out at a bar one week night we we're in our early 20s and i called tyg and it must have been like seven eight o'clock at night which is very late for a morning show guy and i was like Tige, You have got to come up here right now.
0: To this bar. To this
1: bar I'm at. you got to come to Buffalo's right now. The most beautiful lady I have ever seen in my life is here right now. You've got to come up here and see this lady. So Ty got up out of bed. I
0: was single back then. He
1: was single. He got up out of bed, put his clothes on, drove like 15 minutes to the bar I was at. You walk in and what?
0: It's a dude with long (laughs) hair. (laughs) I got out of bed, lost sleep for the morning show the next day.
1: <laughs> I was like, guy. That was a dude, an ugly dude, too, <laughs> with long, long, gross hair. <laughs> Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The 4.